Welcome to Art Speaks, a program presented by the William King Museum of Art in Abney, Virginia. I'm your host, David Thomas, and we have a co-host today, Betsy White, who's the executive director at William King, and I will let her introduce our guest for today. Thank you, David. My guest today is Alex Nargis, who is the director and chief executive officer of the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts in Richmond. During the program a few weeks ago when David was interviewing me, I recall the beginning of our own museum here in 1992 and the vastly important part that the Virginia Museum played in helping us with all sorts of technical assistance. They reviewed our architectural plans. They sent their security and installations teams here to design our security system and even had a hand in designing our galleries. And when we opened that wonderful weekend in March of 1992, as Virginia's newest high security museum here in Abingdon. Um, practically the whole staff, the director then, uh, Catherine Lee and everybody else was with us. And we opened with a Virginia Museum collection exhibition, Tiffany Glass. So it was just logical for me to, to invite the director to talk with us today a little bit about what's going on there in Richmond these days. I know that the art mobile that we all remember fondly as an outreach has been recommissioned after a lot of years and it's back on the road. And I also know, because Alex has told me, that the Virginia Museum itself is embarking on a new and exciting capital project that will provide uh, even more gallery space in that beautiful museum. Alex Nargis has been the director for 16 years and they have been with a major facility expansion already multiple stunning exhibitions, of course. We all know a few years ago the Terracotta Army legacy of the first emperor of China that drew 200,000 visitors, one of which was me, and resulted in Alex being named a cultural heritage ambassador by China. The Virginia Museum is the state art museum. And Alex, I know how important you regard that designation because I remember when I first met you, you would often refer to it when you were voicing your intentions to share the Virginia Museum's resources with all Virginians. So part of that equation is bringing exhibits like the Terracotta Army to Virginia, but another part are the services around the state that, this, uh, that the museum provides to lots of entities. There are several ways for that, from the partnership designation that we have here and to the Art Mobile and other ways. So welcome, Alex. Good to have you here. Will you tell us a little bit about the way the Virginia Museum functions as the state art museum? Well, uh, first of all, Betsy and David, thank you for having me uh, today. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm just always beyond pleased to have conversations with you because you, your, your institution makes us proud of being the State Art Museum uh, because what you do in Western Virginia, in Bristol and Abington and, and the surrounding region, is so important because we can't do it. We're, you know, being here in Richmond, it's on a good day, five hours by car. And although we can bridge the gap electronically with distance learning and other kinds of, of programs uh, online, uh, you're there on the ground serving the region. And part of our existence is about helping you do your job well. But I got to tell you, what, what makes me smile is you you do it so well as an accredited, high quality institution that, you know, really embraces, you know, the, the diversity from 
being a collecting institution, an institution with great exhibitions, but then being there for everyone in the region and especially school kids, which of course we, we all know are the future of our society. Well, thank you, Alex. You didn't have to sing those praises. I'm trying to sing the praises of the Virginia Museum. <laughs> well, it goes, it goes both ways. Yes, it does. It does. You we know, have, we have mean, a very good relationship. Great, part, great partnership. Yes. Well, how about the art Artmobile? That's, um, that's been on the road now for what, about a year? Oh, no, it goes back to, well, see, here's the, the problem with the pandemic is that it's hard to know when things started and stopped. Uh, we rolled the Artmobile out um, a year before the pandemic arrived. We had expected to do about 70,000 visitors during our tour around Virginia, all 20 planning districts, but we did 100 170,000 people in the first year. Um, in fact, earlier today, I was in a conversation. It was Bill Howell, who was the Speaker of the House of Delegates, um, who brought us the, um, the goal of, you know, hey, we're going to do this automobile. And he said, well, I have a truck. And we said, you have a truck. And he had a Volvo tractor made in Virginia and then a 53-foot uh, trailer that had previously been the sesquicentennial vehicle for the Commonwealth of Virginia, uh, sesquicentennial of, of the Civil War. And he says, you know, there, there's a, another state agency that really wants it, and they have an inside edge, but let me work on it. And Bill, good to his word, was able to bring that vehicle to us. And so we bring it all over Virginia. It's, um, we, of course, we had closed down for three and a half months during the pandemic. And then it went back out on the road. It's now finishing up its second exhibition and we'll launch a third uh, in just a few months. So um, we're glad to bring it to Bristol and Abingdon, to uh, Winchester, to the Eastern shore, to Southside, it is a mobile living art museum that builds on the heritage from 1953 when we rolled out the first automobile and made history as the first mobile art museum in the history of the world. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yes. Oh, it made national news. CBS Evening News did a feature on it saying, you know, this is incredible. I remember, but, you know, we didn't have, yeah, we didn't have partners back then. The only art museum uh, 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 that even existed at the time was the Chrysler and it wasn't the Chrysler, it was the, the Norfolk Museum of Arts and Sciences. Um, and there were no other accredited art museums uh, in, in Virginia. And of course, now today there are 25 of us, uh, including the William Kane, and that's transformed the landscape and, and the ability for what we can do um, as as the state's art museum. Well, I've seen that um, the new Artmobile park park there at the Virginia Museum. One one of my last visits there, and it's it's a big beautiful it's a big beautiful thing. So I know everyone out here will enjoy it. We were scheduled to have it during the pandemic, and we couldn't we couldn't it couldn't come. So we'll look forward to that. Again, and there are other things that you that the Virginia Museum provides um, teacher workshops and all kinds of um, educational programming through the statewide outreach program. In addition to exhibitions, we've had we've had a number of wonderful exhibitions from your collection 
um, over the years. I've, uh, you know, I can remember us having Goya and Dolly and War Andy Warhol, and we had some Steinlin's Cats not very long ago. So, oh, I remember that. Yeah, it, and that was very popular. The Virginia Museum okay. is just a wonderful, a wonderful resource for Virginians. So I wanted to ask you a question about um, about your own self. I know mm -hmm. that uh, I know that I know that you are all, are, a, are a pretty well known photographer yourself, and have had exhibitions um, around. And there are exhibitions right this minute about photography. You have an Ansel Adams there in 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 Richmond at, at the Virginia Museum. In case people, we've got upcoming holidays or are traveling mm -hmm. there to um, to Richmond. What would they see there now? Well, we actually have three photography exhibits up at the moment. Um, one we just opened in our photography galleries on the third floor next to the Amuse restaurant, which, by the way, is the best restaurant in Richmond, Virginia. It is. Um, but, <laughs> but we have Ansel Adams down in our Evans Court galleries. It's a beautiful show uh, curated uh, by Chris Oliver, who is one of our American curators, uh, and he did a, a splendid job. And I say that uh, as somebody that produced a book uh, and a major traveling exhibition on Ansel Adams 20 plus years ago. So, I mean, I, I look at, at it with a critical eye different than many other people, but he did, he did a fabulous job on curating the show and people should see it. And then we just two weeks ago opened uh, Man Ray, his Paris years. And that's a photography exhibition of portrait photography by Man Ray, one of the great modernist and surrealist um, painters and photographers uh, of the 20th century who moved to Paris in the 1920s, uh, stayed there until the Nazis rolled into France um, at the end of the 30s. Uh, and this is a show that's pandemic related because it was planned for 24 or 2025, um, curated by Michael Taylor. Uh, Dr. Taylor's our deputy director and chief curator uh, and also a modernist and surrealist expert. And uh, he was planning this exhibition. And then when we had to cancel an exhibit from the Uffizi Gallery in Florence, uh, Italy, it uh, required us to fill the gap. And so Michael stepped up and during the pandemic uh, wrote the rather hefty catalog. I, I haven't waited, but I think it's probably eight or nine pounds. Um, and it's 106 photographs by Man Ray of every important person who was in Paris in the 20s and 30s, you know, Ernest Hemingway, all the surrealist writers and painters, uh, stars, um, models like Lee Miller. Uh, and it's just a, 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 a beautiful exhibition that's been amazingly installed and designed with great colors and lighting. Uh, and you get to kind of transport yourself back to Paris uh, during its wild years. Um, and it's, it's, it's a, an exhibition you don't want to miss. Oh yes, it sounds it, it's, it's big too. You said a hundred pieces. Oh, it's, it fills up the entire 13,000 square foot lower level special exhibition suite. And as you mentioned that there was actually a third photo exhibit on, what, what was that about? It, it's called Requiems, it just opened and I saw it for about four seconds this afternoon. <laughs> so I haven't even had a chance to look at it. You know, here's the thing that people don't know about uh, the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. We have our permanent collection, which is 50,000 plus objects. And we have 
four to 5,000 objects on view at any point in time. Any given year, we change out about a thousand works of art because our people are constantly doing what are called rotations where they're moving works on paper and other items uh, off view and then new items on view. Uh, the, the Kreutzer collection of, of Art Nouveau silver belt buckles. This is a German collector who collected 500 silver Art Nouveau belt buckles, all of them beyond exquisite. But we only show about 100 at any point in time. And we change them out about once a year. So it takes five years for the rotation of the entire collection to be seen by the public. So even though I'm a photo historian and a photographer, I haven't really seen the new photo exhibit myself, but I will tomorrow. Uh, no, I take that back. Tomorrow I have to go to yeah, Paris. Tomorrow you have to leave. I can't. Yesterday <laughs> I was in Paris. Tomorrow I have to go to New York. That's, right. <laughs> That's a <Yeah>. hard life. <laughs> so I want to remind our listeners that they're listening to Art Speaks, William King Museum of Art. And our guest today is Alec Narges from the Virginia Museum of Fine Arts. And uh, he and Betsy White have had a long uh, partnership. And uh, so I guess I might ask you, Alex, what's the, what's the favorite memory you have of something William King has done? Only one? Oh well, my God, <laughs> got lots, lots of favorite we, memories. We just well, had a few minutes. <laughs> well, let me just say the, the, between the special exhibitions and, and, not, and not necessarily ours, but the, the museum has done some great scholarship uh, on art of the region, furniture and decorative arts, uh, his mounted exhibitions, the quality of which are as good as anything you will see anywhere. And of course, also the educational programs, how the museum reaches the schools. And of course, again, you know, the pandemic has changed everything about how many yellow school buses are driving up to our, our museums these days. But, uh, you know, the, the museum, and I have to say that based on the plans for the future uh, of the campus there uh, in Abingdon, I'm, I'm just really excited about the future for your museum. Well, thank well, you. I'll pass on a little news item that we actually have now initiated the construction that will give us a uh, pleasant entry into, into the museum, which has been a need for a long time and we uh, we look forward in a few months to uh, being able to enjoy that. We sure do um, and uh, hope the entire campus is going to be a pretty much a community park so we're happy about that. I'm going to circle back to um, so we don't leave this out to tell everybody that the Virginia Museum is located at 200 North Arthur Ashe Boulevard in Richmond and that it's open every day. And Alex, to ask you to talk a little bit about your own um, capital project that's mm. is, is up, up in front of you. I know that just a few years ago, maybe 10 with the, at, the, at the most, you did a 11. big expansion. Yeah, you did a big expansion with, a, with a, a nice new collection gift and you're about to start again. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, um, in fact, it's, it's obviously Bristol and Abenine related because uh, Jim and Fran McLaughlin uh, were extremely generous to uh, name the McLaughlin Wing, which was 165,000 square feet of space. Um, and it, it, it allowed us to uh, uh, 
um, leap into the big leagues because at almost 700,000 square feet, we're one of the 10 largest comprehensive art museums in the United States. Uh, and then of course, Jim and Fran uh, have also given us their fabulous collection of American painting, uh, which is on view all the time. And, you know, being able to uh, build on that legacy, which happened in 2010, what we have in the, in the works, uh, we hired architects, uh, the Smith Group, uh, they began in July, uh, and we're planning about 170,000 square foot addition, uh, and it's going to have a couple of major components, uh, another major special exhibition suite, so we can always have an exhibition of, of note, and, and most of the time we'll have two. Um, expanded space for our permanent collection galleries. We're gonna be adding much more space for 21st century art. We're gonna be adding uh, much more space for African art. Um, we're also gonna be adding our first real permanent collection galleries for photography, about 7,000 square feet um, for changing exhibitions and permanent collections uh, galleries. Uh, we just added another curatorial post to our list, uh, Sarah Kennel, uh, Dr. Kennel has joined us as the first Erin Siskin curator of photography. And so she is uh, working on those uh, galleries and then also everything else we're doing in the, in the name of photography. Um, and then we're also going to add a 500 seat special event space where whether it's a dinner or, or a luncheon or something in between, um, we'll be able to have more activities. Because like you, Betsy, in, in, in Abingdon, we want to be the town square, the place where people gather. And that's why we offer free general admission 365 days a year, plus three nights a week, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday nights. And we're the only art museum that offers any of that. Um, we have the best hours of any art museum in America. You do. You really do. And the new, is the new um, wing, where is it going to be located on the campus? It's going to be built off the 1985 uh, West Wing. It'll oh. expand to the west of there. We're in the design development phase. So I, even I don't know what it will look like or what the exact footprint will be. Um, but possibly by the first of the year, by January, we're going to have a rough estimate of where it will sit and how it will sit, but it will definitely be coming west from the 1985 Lewis and Mellon Wing. Right. Well, that's a wonderful spot for it. And um, of course, as you mentioned a little while ago, you know, you've got the best restaurant in, in Richmond there. I've eaten there many times with you. <laughs> so I hope everybody will take take the opportunity over the holidays if they're headed, if they're headed uh, east from here to stop by. Um, to stop by there. We just we just have a few more minutes. I was going to say one thing, Alex, is the fact that uh, you know we have a lot of good restaurants in Abingdon now, and so when you come down to see the Bernini exhibit, which just opened last month, uh, which I think you'll find up with the top-notch ones that we've had before, but uh, come and enjoy some of our food so you can compare your restaurant. I love dining in Abingdon. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I mean, it's it's. Let me just say it's. It's hard to get good biscuits around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and David David mentioned Bernini, so we'll have to we'll have to explain that. I'll be happy to do that. That's Bernini in the Roman Baroque, who's that right. oh, I know. is here oh, from I know. Italy. Um, I'm excited about it. It's absolutely wonderful. 
I'm half Italian, so I, I need to be excited about it. All right. All right. Well, Alex, this has been lovely talking with you, as always. And I know our listeners out here um, have enjoyed it. And uh, uh, thank you very much. Hope you have a good trip to New York tomorrow. And we'll see, we'll see you before long. Looking forward to it. Thanks for uh, joining us on WEHC, the ENPR station for Southwest Virginia. And you've been listening to Art Speaks.